Welcome to the Momming Around podcast. I'm your host, Liz Mercedes. This podcast is made to be an outlet for the pressures of momming, a place to let loose and bond with other moms and laugh off your woes. If you like what you hear, like, subscribe, follow us on social media, and join our newsletter. Our merch is now live, so go get something for that special mom in your life who deserves it. I am super excited for today's guest, our very first guest. You may know her from her hilarious and real take on momming on TikTok. It is my pleasure to bring to you Naomi's mom, Katie Myers. Hi, Katie. (laughs) That was so fun. Thank you. So excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on as my first guest. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. It was a battle to get me here, girl, but we're here. (laughs) We made it. We are in the trenches. Oh, yeah. Literally. I mean, I feel so bad. I kept saying, sorry, I can't tonight. I can't tonight. I can't tonight. It was like every night I was like, could you just go to sleep, please? Like, could you just please go to sleep? Let me get a full night's rest. And every night she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm sure tonight because we're finally doing it. She's going to be up all night. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally. Expect that. Yeah, she's a gaslighter. Before we get started, where can everyone find you? Okay, mostly my TikTok, which is Katie underscore Myers one two. Um, I never when I made that, I didn't know what TikTok was, and then I didn't know how to change it. So I was like, whatever, we're just gonna stick with it. And now, when whenever I have to like tell people my TikTok handle, I'm like, this is kind of embarrassing, but like here it is, whatever. (laughs) But it's not like a cute creative name. It's literally my name. Um, and then I have an Instagram, but like, I don't really do as much like fun stuff on there, but it's Mrs. MRS Katie Myers and Myers is M Y E R S. Everybody gets that wrong. All right. There we go. There's that's where you find her. Awesome. Go check out her videos. They're awesome. If you haven't seen her videos on TikTok before, pause this and go watch some of them because they're so good. And then come back and listen to our, I'm sure we can get into some hilarious conversations. We literally just had a full alone conversation before this I already feel like I'm on the phone with a girlfriend like yeah <laughs> well, I'm gonna, so it's my favorite pastime talking so we'll yeah talk we for hours <laughs> we do that's why I started a podcast yeah. <laughs> right right that's so funny um so we talked briefly about this before we hit record but isn't it mm-hmm. weird that we're somebody's mom like yeah um I think about that all the time and I, it's like there's like phrases that you say where like that looks like a mom or like a mom would do that or this is you know what I mean like when people like stereotype certain like yeah attributes or or characteristics or or like aesthetics and like that's a mom thing I'm like well shit that's me now like I am somebody's mother that is so strange to me like I the way I look at my mom I cannot fathom somebody looking at me you know what I, I mean know. like so yeah. crazy I think about like I mean, they're still really young, obviously, but when they have yeah. friends and yeah. like so-and-so's mom, like, yeah, that's us now, like weird. No, I, I'm not quite ready for that. I, I like, I want to be the friend and here's the thing. I want to be like the cool mom, but I want to be like the friend, but also like I am an authority. Like I'm, yeah. I'm too controlling. So, um, I need to absolutely be in charge, but I still want to be your friend. So I need to figure out what does that look like? Where are those healthy boundaries to where like, when they're like, oh my God, Naomi's mom. Like, they love me. They're like, yeah, she's cool. But also don't cross me. You know what I mean? Like, don't come to my house if you want to sneak out. Don't do that. Um, but, like, I want you to come tell me, like, the boys that you think are cute. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. My, my kids, was, she can't like boys. Mm-mm. My mom had a good line. She can't like boys ever. No, I'm, like, terrified. I just scared myself <laughs> saying that out loud. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> Ooh, that was so startling. What did your mom – what did you say about your mom? She had, like, a good line. Like, so she would, like oh, – okay. She was like the wise mom, I feel like. Yeah. She was always very open, but at the same time, I was like very afraid of her. 
Um, yeah, I see that. I wasn't really afraid of my mom. Um, I was afraid of my dad. Like, my dad was, like, he was the law. And my mom was more, like, we're so different. She's, like, so type B and, like, blah, 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 blah. I think I'm a good blend. Like, I'm a good mix. But, yeah, yeah I was not scared of my mom at all. I would just be, like, hey. Like, that. she, she was my friend. So it was, like, a little bit, like, they, they had a good balance for sure. Yeah, that's good. I knew I could, like, trust and talk to my mom. But at the same time, she was definitely the enforcer in the house. Okay. My dad walk all over. Yeah, know? I think I'll be the enforcer. Between Keith and I, I will be the enforcer. But I think I'll also be, like, cool. I think Keith's he's going to be the assistant coach. You know, like, <laughs> I am the coach. I'm the manager. And he's going to, like, just do what I say. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's, that's the way I feel like it should be, though. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> Especially Are we getting in trouble for saying that? <laughs> I, was like, I mean, it's working well so far. So. <laughs> yeah. We started a really dangerous fight actually over here where okay. we're in competition for who is the fun parent. Oh, okay. And that can't end well. So, so far, um, and I'm, I would think that with them being so young, you'd have a, a similar experience, but like, I am it. I am Naomi's world. I am number one. Like she likes Keith, but like she reached, oh my God, she reaches now, which is the cutest thing. She'll reach straight back to me. Like it's coming. I think it happened around like four months, but she reaches for me all the time. Like she wants me. She'll want Keith like two seconds and then that's it. So it's like, you know, I like, I'm comfortable. Like I'm confident. I'm a little too cocky, like at the top spot. Like I know I'm the fun parent. I know I'm like the comforting parent, the nurturing, like I'm everything for her right now. Yeah. So I'm a little bit too cocky because I know like, at some point soon, it's gonna like it's gonna flip. Like, it's gonna flip. I so don't know, uh, though, because Calla looks at Nick like he is the sun and the moon. Really? Like she'll be in my lap and he'll walk in the room and she's like, like looking uh, at Nick. Oh yes, you know we're the opposite. Like I like have to like pawn her off. I'm like please, like try to like, take her for a couple seconds. And like I want to hold her all day long, but like right. she she would let me hold her all day long. And then when I give her to Keith. The the fir- I have to like be silent. The first time I make a sound, she's like, "Where's mom? Where's mom?" I'm, like, I'm literally like in camo, like hiding through my house. Like, like, like I just want to go pee really quick. Like let me go wash my face. Like just something really fast. Yeah. So I am I am it right now, but I'm a little bit too cocky. Like I am that it girl in my house. Yeah. Well, so. I it might not flip. You might you yeah, might be here's the hoping. it girl. Yeah. <laughs> here's hoping because I'm a little bit too cocky right now. So. <laughs> um. All right. So what made you start? TikToks, TikToks, like making TikToks. So people ask me this sometimes, and oh, it's like the weirdest. It's like so weird to explain. Like I, and we talked about this a little bit before. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't ever consistent until it started kind of like picking up a little bit, and then it was easier to be consistent. But I've always, like, my friends would literally hate me. I've always been the girl that, like. I would be on like Instagram stories and stories became a thing. I was like, it was my vlog. Like mm-hmm. I was like vlogging my day. Mm-hmm. I would like chit chat. I would like ask Paul, like, what are you guys doing? And like, mm-hmm. I never had that many followers, but it was like, I, I think I feel like this. I, I would hope that my friends feel the same way, but like, I have a lot of like more than acquaintances. I wouldn't say friends that I like keep up with regularly on the day. <laughs> wow. Sorry on the daily, um, like hanging out with them every day. But I have a lot of friends that I like, if I saw, saw you out in public, I would, oh my God, hey, how are you? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And we would like catch up. So that's kind of how I treated like my Instagram stories, if that makes sense. It was always like a, this is what I'm doing. What Like, I would want everybody to do that. Like, I'm so nosy. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, I yeah. want you to do that too. Yeah. And so that's how I've always been. I've like, 
my best friend in college and I did have a YouTube channel and like we do like little like YouTube challenges and like it's so embarrassing to think about like I was a full grown adult I was like 20 years old and we like you think we were like 12 the way that we were like acting on YouTube but we made a music video one time too oh my gosh I need to find that YouTube music videos yeah yeah Yeah. we were in it so I've just always done that and I've always made little TikToks and like I would say for like the year up until I got pregnant I was like giving it my best effort to be like a mid-size like fashion like influencer and like girl I'm shopping at Abercrombie just like everybody else like I, I have was nothing special like yeah. I looking back at it now I'm like oh my god that was so embarrassing they're still up there so if you want to go get some blackmail on me go look at that but <laughs> it wasn't until I got pregnant that I realized like oh I actually have something to talk about like mm-hmm. something that I can talk to other people about relate to other people about, and I didn't really realize the relatability part like that yeah. kind of came after like the people came I think I was just like this is what's going on. And I'm just going to like keep posting about it because it's something I got a little bit more consistent. And then when it started picking up a little bit, which wasn't until my third trimester, there's been some people. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some people that have been there since the beginning and they're like so sweet. And they've been like, I've been watching you since you were like this when you was pregnant. It's the sweetest thing. And it really started that like sense of community, but it wasn't until my third trimester. And then right around when I had her, it like really picked up. And then that's the motivation to like keep doing it. I already had the love for doing it, you know? Yeah. It just probably wasn't the most consistent. Yeah. And then once it started picking up, and then like, I say this all the time, I think it sounds so stupid, but not stupid, but it sounds so cliche and anybody could say this, but like, there truly is a community sense to it. And like, I start to pick up on like people's names and faces and like, I try to go live and like chit chat with people. I try to read all the messages and stuff and go, th- I read every comment and there truly is a community and everybody says to me like I love watching your videos because I'm going through like what you said earlier like yes you're like I watch your videos when I was going through I was a little bit ahead of you and then you could relate to those experiences yeah Yeah. so for everyone listening we were when we're chit-chatting before we started recording I found Katie in her third trimester I was in my second trimester and if you did you haven't watched her videos she talks about her what was it like miserable pregnant life or some another day and it was always I think it was always, oh my God, what was it? I forget when I was pregnant. I think it was just like another, was it chaotic when I was pregnant? It became chaotic when I had the baby. Yeah. So it was another that, chaotic day. Like, it wasn't miserable, but it was like- It wasn't miserable. What was it? I don't know. I don't remember. Well, but whatever. Like, it, was a day, it was a day in the life though, yes, for sure. And I was like, in my second trimester, like loving life. And I'm like, it's not that bad. And then once I got into my third trimester, I was like, oh, she was underselling it. Like it, it is hits you, girl. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. It was, it's, it was crazy, but that's what kept me going was like, once people started, I didn't realize the relatability aspect of it. And everybody will say like what you said, like what you said, like you were relating to the experiences I was going through. And so I hear that from people all the time, but it is so hard for me to then tell everybody back, like, no, like y'all are literally getting me through it. Because as soon as when you say that, a hundred people say that, a thousand people say that to me, like I'm going through it too. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like it's a sense of, it's such a sense of community and it's so mutual. That's what kept me going. Like after it kind of picked up because I would make videos till the day I die. Like I would literally vlog everything, whether it was one viewer or 60,000 viewers. Like mm-hmm. I would literally just be like, videoing everything my parents think that I'm so crazy but that my mom is my biggest fan so she cheers me on so of course like I'm always gonna make my videos but yeah my mom thinks I'm so cringy she's like my mom's like too cool (laughs) like she's like 
Brazilian and she's got like this like cool attitude and she's always like keep your stuff secret like why do you put everything out there that is just that is so funny my I mean because I'm telling you I've literally always been like this so my parents like my mom has been so sweet about it all she will literally watch every video she reads every single comment and if she has the time she's going through and liking every comment for who comments on my video and if I don't respond to a comment she will tag my ass and she'll be like, Katie, if you didn't see this person's comment, she asked you a question. <laughs> I love that. That's so sweet. So like, I, I, like I said, I've always been like that. My parents have always seen that. And so then like my parents are always like, my mom, well, now when I take back, I used to be so embarrassed, but now my mom's like, are you going to record this? Should you record this, this video? Like, this is a cute clip. I'm like, okay, mom. Like, really? And she records like for you or like with you or? She will, but, or she'll like, she'll like tell me. Or if I like start doing it, she like, she totally gets the vibe. She was like, like, this is a, this is a TikTok. She'll like, she'll like flip her hair a little bit. Like if she, like, if she's in the video, she'll like kind of fix her hair so that she like looks better. I'm like, okay, it's not about you. It's not about you. So I have to go back and look at the videos that she's Yeah, and see if she's like. Or she'll is do it she before. I try to cut it out. Do Sorry. I? Is she obsessed with Naomi? Yeah. Oh my God. She's so obsessed with her. People say all the time, like, oh, let me, you know, I'm sure you know how this is. Anybody that you know, they'll be like, let me know if you ever want a babysitter, which I have to say is one of the most awkward things because like, Please. yeah, I would love a babysitter, but like, I'm not going to call you up. I haven't seen you in months. Be like, you want to come watch my kid for me? Like, yes. it's so weird. I agree. But people say that all the time. And I found my good response to that because it is awkward is like, you'll have to fight my mom for it. And I know not everybody has that help, but I am very grateful. My mom would literally watch Naomi in the heartbeat when she can. She is a busy woman. <laughs> when she can and so I just be like you have to find my mom for it whether it's a real situation or not I'd be like mm, she's gonna watch her over anybody because that. that question is just so awkward but yes she is so obsessed with her there's she nothing her. better than a grandma's love like oh yeah and thank so god lovely. too because I need a break and then she'd be like I got it <laughs> perfect yeah, yeah. perfect <laughs> yeah we chatted a little before my mom's in New Jersey but she was here for two months when I had the baby That's I know bless her bless her and staying with you yeah in our guest that is so good that's awesome my mom stayed for two weeks but she's like 10 minutes 15 minutes down the road so after that two weeks then we kind of like got into a routine I think she still came over like every single day but she didn't stay the night anymore after the two weeks but I was like no like I need you here like I'm falling apart (laughs) I'm literally falling like nobody told me nobody told me this is what it was gonna be like please stay forever yeah no well when we went to the pediatrician I think it was after one month because I think the two week Nick went to and then he went back to work and the one month she came with me and the pediatrician was like after two months you know they can get a fever and they can get sick and it's okay but before that you have to take her to the hospital and my mom's like I'll stay until two months and I was like I had the worst PPA though like the worst oh my gosh that's so sweet she like heard that knew that could be a trigger point she was like I got you I'm here for that till that benchmark and then like you can breathe a little. I remember that. And I was terrified. I was like, we're going to go to the yard. Like, what are we going to do? I like, I, I have, I have anxiety at baseline. So then postpartum, I was like, I wasn't surprised, but yeah, I was a little off my rocker. And, um, it, anything I would hear, I fixated on it. And I was like, we have to go to the yard. Like, we're going to go to the yard. We have mm-hmm. no, even, I mean, she was the most healthy baby. Nothing was wrong. So I'm like, no, we have to go because at some point she's getting a fever. Like, no, totally. It that- is what it is. And now with like RSV season, please, I'm like, I stay on those TikToks. I'm like oh the breathing. I have a video. I have like a whole folder of videos of her breathing just in case I feel like her breathing's retracted. 
<laughs> oh, you you precautiously, I don't know if that's a word. As a precautionary, you recorded her breathing. So Multiple you have times. something to go back to? Multiple times. I am glad that you said this because I never thought about that and I'll be doing that. Um, she's <laughs> sleeping. So either I'll go in there tonight or as soon as she wakes up tomorrow, I'm going to be over her recording. I'll send you because I'm now fixated on that. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> My anxiety is going to tell me that she's going to get sick and I'm not going to know what her breathing looks like or, <laughs> so or she's not even sick, but like her breathing looks off. No, yeah. I'm glad you said it because I'm now I'm going to have a safe, I'm going to have a safe video of what her breathing looks Just like. Just in case. Yes. Thank you. Of course. And then, of course, the week my mom left, we got both of us got sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No that's fever, though. Thank God. That's what happens. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. good. Okay. So did she get sick? She was sick, and she was, but she fought it better than I did. So I was like, I, okay. think, I think we're good. Yeah. That happened to us. Well, here's what happened. Keith got sick, and he went on a bachelor trip, which I joke on my TikToks. I make him sound like the worst husband in the world. And, like, he's in on the joke. Like, it's funny. Some people don't really get it, but – He's in on the joke. And I fully said, go on this bachelor trip. Like, mm-hmm. go have fun. Yeah. It's all of our closest friends. Like, go do your thing. I'm fine. My mom's 10 minutes down the road. She came and stayed with me. And I was like, go do your thing. Well, this man came home sick. And he, I literally banned him. Like, he stayed in the guest room for, I think it was literally two weeks. And I was like, do not come close to me. Do not come close to the baby. I was driving myself insane because I didn't want his help. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't want any of us to get sick. How did I still get sick? I don't know. No. I still got so sick. But I was like stubborn. I was like, I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. And so I didn't want any help still. I was like, no, don't help. I mean, that's just me being crazy. She didn't get sick. So exactly like you, the baby didn't get sick. So I was like, yeah. oh, thank God. I mean, she got a little like. Right. I still brought it. It's exactly. Doctor. Yeah. It's exactly like what you said. We were on the triage line like every couple of days. I said she yeah. didn't get sick. She like got it, but she was like totally fine. Right. So I was right. calling the triage on like, okay, well now she looks like this. What do you guys think? And they're like, <laughs> she's fine. Like until she has a fever, like we're not really concerned. And I was like, okay, but like I'm going to call you tomorrow and tell you what she looks like again. And I'll tell you guys, do you want to listen to her? Like, and you know, and <laughs> what'd you say? And this is what her oh. boogers look like. Mm-hmm. I was pulling them out. I'm pretty sure this is in a TikTok. I was pulling them out and I would take pictures of them to see how big they were. Like, is this normal? <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it's then they were like, it's congealed milk. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's a booger, but that's what you say. Like, you're the, congealed you're milk the doctor. In your <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. I'm like, if you're wow. the doctor, sure, I'll listen to you, but I'm pretty sure that's not good. But, but she still has giant boogers to this day. Yeah. Do you find that like um, giant fun? I love picking them out. Me too. Yeah. Today, um, she had like a big one that I could see, right? And Nick went to go get the sucker. Best. And I was like, no, no, no. And I just yeah, like dug just, right in. <laughs> let me just pull that baby out. Yeah. I have to find like, I need to find some like soft tweezers. I have a pair of tweezers that I only use when she's asleep. Somebody's going to hate that I said this, but I use them <laughs> only when she's asleep. So she can't like, she's not going to move to really pull them out. If they're, I mean, she has big boogers. Yeah. The sucker doesn't always get it we have like three different we have like the nose frida whatever it's too hard let me get the tweezer and just yank it out so it's just she's sleeping yeah Yeah. but i need something like safer yeah yeah i could do that like softer yeah the nose frida works better i feel like earlier on i don't know why it's just when she like didn't move as much yeah (laughs) and like the boogers weren't as like hard you know what i'm saying like they'll get i never thought i would talk about boogers this much (laughs) i'm for real i'm sure the listeners are like this is great but i also got one of those electric ones like thinking like this is going to change our lives no no No, i i love frida for like a lot of their stuff but those don't do it for me than those things i like it didn't i would rather get in there like manually and let me like yank something out yeah 
I'm the yeah, same. Definitely for boogers. Yeah. All right, let's get off the booger topic so people aren't like, like okay, please stop. Um, let's talk about Keith with the rattle because I didn't oh even talk God. about this pre-interview, but oh my gosh, that's damn like one rattle. of my favorite videos. <laughs> that damn rattle. And okay, I actually learned. So I thought it was like literally just like the most basic rattle. Do you want me to tell the story? Like yeah, tell a brief version? <laughs> yeah. So why did he not go? I think he didn't go to her first, was it two month shots? I think it, he just had like meetings. He was back in the thick of it at work. I was still off. I was like, I'm going to be a big girl. I'm fine. Like, I can do it. And um, they actually, I was not pumped. Just to paint the picture of how bad this was. Not only is she getting her shots, they mm-hmm. were so late. So, like, they were running behind schedules. So, she was hungry. Oh, but then it was, like, people coming in at different times. So, I should have just, like, nursed her. Like, I don't know why I didn't just feed her. Because, like, I knew that she was hungry. She was cranky, whatever. But I was just, like, out of it to finish painting the picture. Um, they actually called me back in. This is the multiple times they've done this. Made me do a full assessment um, again. I mean, they do the assessments like normal for like anxiety and stuff, mm-hmm. postpartum anxiety and depression. But they like um, they ha- like did like a sit down chat with me, and they're like, "This is no. not good." Yeah, and I was like, "What do you want me to do about it?" Like, <laughs> I was like, kind of like, I was hysterical, and I was looking at the doctor. And this was before this was before they did her shots. So like, I am just in hysterics. She's screaming. I know the shots are coming and they're telling me like, you need to do something about yourself. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like freaking out already. And they come in and I'm like, I should have asked you, can I nurse while I do the shots? I didn't. Cause I was, you know, in hysterics. They lay her down. And they're like, as soon as we're done with the shots, you can pick her up and do whatever you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And I decided to nurse her after that. And she was screaming in hysterics. So this was the first time she got shots. It was so bad. I took too long to like nurse her because I wasn't like ready. I just thought I could comfort her. I didn't know what it was like giving a baby shots. I thought like she would yeah. be fine. Didn't I was, I was so naive. It was literally the worst day of my life. And no, it wasn't, but you know. And so then she has her four month shots. Keith comes with me. I'm like preparing him. I'm like, this is the worst thing you have ever seen. Screaming, bloody murder, bloody murder, red. Like she is, it's awful. I'm prepping him. I knew that nursing her comforted her last time. So this time I was ready to go. They're getting her ready on the table to do the shots. I asked if I could nurse her during. They said no. And I was like, okay, seems silly, but whatever. They're getting her ready on the table. I'm I've unhooked everything my boobs are out like I'm ready to nurse her like the second she is done so I'm sitting there I mean oh my god these poor people in the in the room with us I'm sitting there ready to go tits to the wind and the baby's (laughs) on the table screaming she doesn't scream that bad I scoop her up she's still hysterics but it's not as bad as the first time she's in hysterics I'm lying. She had eyes closed, mouth wide open. That's how I remember she was screaming bad because when I turn around holding her boob out, nursing her in the air, I see Keith with his rattle like. And her eyes are shut. I'm like, what do you think she's going to see? Like, I, I, I prepped him to say, this is literally the worst day of your life. And you think this is going to, she's gonna be like, oh my God, I'm totally fine now. I saw, met some food around all, like, I'm good to go. No, the only thing she wants is food. Like, she wants milk and her mom. Like, I told you, I'm that it girl in our house. She just wanted yeah. me. And I was like, the rattle, I mean, it is her favorite rattle. Like, she does love that rattle. But, like, her eyes are closed. I just told you it's going to be the worst day of your life and you think that the rattle is going to make a difference. That just shows. That's why I'm the it girl. Like, it's the maternal instinct. I get it. I mean, I can't no, blame him for trying. He showed up. He tried, yeah. but. He failed. I know. I, I struggle with that. Like, I have to give him credit, but 
Like, thank you so much. I, I say this all the time. Thank you so much for trying. But, like, I'll just, I'll just do it. <laughs> I recognize that you tried. And I'm appreciative of that. Please don't. And I have to, like, tell myself I'll reel it back. And I wait till like the end of the day after I yelled at him 17 times and told him that he wasn't any help. <laughs> I really recognize that you were trying to help and like you, I appreciate that. And I try to really like make him feel like, like feel like I appreciate him because I do and I see it. And then he'll be like, okay, well give me like a back scratch or like, and I'm like, no, I gotta go to bed. Like, <laughs> I don't think you that much. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I, I deserve it myself. You're okay. Go to sleep roll over um, yeah my husband I was I'm like super type b normally I mean like okay now, I've gotten a little more crazy especially with the ppa yeah but I'll um, do it he like did not understand what happened like where did my wife go <laughs> because oh. I was like I started getting so like and he's yeah like, you just yell at me all day he's like I never had this before and I'm like that's crazy that's now Sorry. is it overstimulation too to get overstimulated yeah, definitely. Yeah. But also, like, if he's doing something not how I would do it, and I'm it's like, not. Yeah. Like, he'll, like, throw her and, like, I'm like, she, her. Oh, neck my God. Like, yeah, no, she's, she's a baby. Let's just put her down. Put her down. No, I know. I think they don't get, like, how tiny they are, too. Yeah. Or, like, they don't do the research. I, and I say they. I'm sure that there are some, I know some dads that they do, like, they are more like us and they're, like, freaking out. And the moms mm-hmm. are more like, whatever, she's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, he just like he doesn't do all the research. Like he doesn't know. Yes. Like he put her cardigan on under her dress, and I was like, "It's <laughs> oh, another good." Have hit. you ever seen like a, I was like, "Have you ever seen this, like a cardigan before?" He's like, "No, I don't want, know what that is." I was like, "A jacket? Like, do you wear jackets? Do you wear your jacket under your shirt?" He's like, "Well, I didn't know." He's like, "He said, are you sure this is how it's supposed to go?'" And I was like, "Yeah, there's not like, are you sure? Like, it is. It is this way. Like, he thought it was like a preference." <laughs> No, it's not a preference to wear your jacket underneath your regular clothes. Like, they're just, like, on a different wavelength, you no, know? Just... I, Nick came out to the car a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and she takes two nipples, right? Because that's what her age. Okay, like, yep. Oh, she's still going back and forth. So, he comes down with a three nipple. Okay. And I'm like... Oh, okay. I fully misunderstood. I thought you said two nipples as if, oh, like, like breastfeeding, she goes one and two. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, like, like, you, you know mean the flow. Yes, yes, the flow. There we go. <laughs> so like, like, oh, she takes two nipples. Like, I was like, I've never really said my baby takes one. <laughs> now I got it. Okay. Yeah, two number flow. Two. Got yeah. it. So that's like zero to six months or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So he. Comes I have no down idea with, what number she's on. I'm like, whatever. whatever. He comes it. down with like a number three, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and we're in the car, and I'm gonna feed her in the car, and I'm like, I don't think now's the time to be testing a number three. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, I think she's ready. Like three is like. Two is zero to three months, and I'm like, nope. I'm just gonna take this other one in the diaper bag nope, and like we're put just it gonna on. do it. Okay, give it. To, I give the two to her because I'm like, we're mm-hmm. not testing this while yeah, we're driving. Yeah, I know. You know, we're gonna test and, it when I feel like testing it. Yeah, it's and like, then I did it. I did a quick Google after yeah. that just to yeah. see like when do you give three nipples to kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, six months, and okay. it's like if they need like extra things in they really formula. need it yeah. yeah it's like th- a thicker milk exactly yeah and i'm like yeah so just make so, it so just so you know no we don't just wing it we're not just gonna be like oh, she's let's give her a one-year-old bottle she's fine let's give her a sippy cup she's okay three months what what was she like three months was it recent yeah, yeah. no she's why don't they don't, they don't know i mean <laughs> come on girl get your stanley <laughs> put your own milk in your stanley let's go yeah they don't they just they 
they try. They do. They really try. Mm -hmm. But they just, yeah, they don't have that same instinct or they don't realize, I think, like how, I mean, would have been, would it have been the worst if she had like the three nipple or like would it have been worse if Naomi wore her cardigan underneath her dress? She probably would have looked stupid and maybe Kala would have had like a tummy ache from drinking too fast, right? So like the worst in the world, but we're so like by the, like, I don't even want to say by the book, by our way, like controlling yeah. it. And it's like, no, no, no. Like if you want me to be happy later, like just, just oblige, just like yeah. do what yeah. I need you to do. And like, we'll all be happy. We'll all go to sleep. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. Otherwise sleep with one eye open. So yeah. <laughs> seriously. Does Keith do this? Nick will be like, oh, everything's great. She's a breeze. Like, no big deal. She never yeah. melts down. Everything's fine. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did you hear yeah. her streaming for two hours the yeah. other day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a great baby. Or like, she slept great last night. I'm like, you slept great last night. <laughs> you slept great. There was one night, like, I got up. I don't normally get up every time because if I get up every time, I'm not going back to sleep. Like, I, I'm, once I'm up, I'm up. That's how I've always been. So he will, uh, God bless him. And I do tell him this. I'm so thankful all the time. Um, except when he... That was a tangent. I'll tell you in a second. But for the most part, we kind of alternate. And like sometimes if I'm having a rough night, I'll like nudge him. I'll like get up, go. But if I'm just up, I'll be like, fine, I'll go. I think I went like twice and she'd gotten up maybe three times that night. And we're in the regression. This was recently. And um, we woke up in the morning because, wow, she slept great last night. Only one time. And I said, no. I got up multiple times, walked across the house, came back, walked across the house, came back, and I didn't sleep. I said, you slept eight hours. I slept, like, two. Like, it's – he's like, yeah, she's great. So it's like, yeah, she doesn't have a meltdown. She sleeps great through the night. Like, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. No, you just, like, you don't know. But we got in the biggest fight about sleep one night. It was maybe, like, 4 a.m. Yeah, we had a long stretch. And Keith had been, like, he committed to, like – this was the night he committed to, like, taking more visits so that I could try to sleep. Mm-hmm. and um we have the nanit thank god and i opened it up to check on her oh well, she was crying and so i opened it up and i looked at the timeline to see when she was visited last and i could see that it was like right when we were going to bed and it was around like 11 i think it was like 4 a.m so she was this pretty good night yeah and i'm like nudging keith i'm like hey can you go check on her get her to sleep whatever and he was like i just went and i was like, no you didn't and he goes yes i did and i'm like now i'm like did he go? Like, did I forget? And I'm looking at the time. I'm like, no, he didn't. But now at this point we're arguing and I was wide awake. So I was like, fine, I'll just go. And then I'm up for the rest. It was like from four to like seven, I was up. And then when he wakes up, he was like, yeah, I told you, like I went. And I was like, look at the, I showed him the nanny camera. I said, you did not go. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Like I swore that I, he's like, well, I went at one point. I was like, yeah, 1130 when we were going to sleep, you didn't go. You can never like think that you're right in that situation because mm-hmm. I can know, like, I know what is true. It's on the yeah. Nanit camera. The Nanit never lies. Yeah. The, the Nanit doesn't lie. You can lie. The <laughs> Nanit doesn't lie. So good. I can't. They're just, they try. They try. <laughs> it just God doesn't awesome. They it's try. Fun. They try. Yeah. And thank you for that. <laughs> I'm helping down. Yeah, We're thank you for that. I'm like literally sweating while he's like doing something. Like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm literally just doing something. It's anxiety too. Like they don't have that. Yeah. So, I mean, Keith doesn't. So like he doesn't have that. So it's like we just experience it differently too. So if it goes off of what we want it to be, mm-hmm. full anxiety. Yeah. Like yes. he doesn't. So he's like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I, I say to Nick sometimes, I'm like, I don't want to be like this. Like this isn't like. Yes. <laughs> You just hit it on the head. Yeah, it's like, I wish I was more chill about it, but I'm not. <laughs> so I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Not at all. But you had anxiety before you had Naomi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought I did. And then I had her and I was like, that wasn't anxiety. Like, I think that was just regular nerves. Oh, then you like feel, I mean, I will say like, it. yeah, I mean, I had it bad. Like I had it bad at times. So mm-hmm. like, I would say it's definitely, there's much, it gets much deeper, mm-hmm. but I had the same types of anxieties, the same kind of like, and this is also goes into like dips into the, the depression pool, but like the depressive thoughts and episodes I would go to, I had the same exact kind of like, I have thought a lot of like thoughts and it's the same thoughts. And mm-hmm. I had those way back when, like mm-hmm. I had them well before her, but now it's just all centered around her. Yeah. And so that hurt, that's mm-hmm. what, where the depth is like, it gets deeper because this new person comes in that you're literally so obsessed with and you love her yeah. more than like you could ever imagine anything yeah. in your life. And then that depressive and anxiety stuff comes in and you're like, whoa, like yeah. that, that overwhelm was like, was wild. But yeah. like, I'm happy to say now like five months, I'm feeling better. Are you feeling better? I'm definitely feeling the first Good. two weeks my skin was crawling. I was yeah. like, not, I was not okay. Yeah. Um, definitely feeling better. And I see some. Yeah. So that's good. That's good, good, good. That's one thing I did wish I did. And I immediately, I was like looking it up. I think it was just like, I mean, I got medicated right away. It took me a little while to like get on medication because I've had bad medicines in the past. So mm-hmm. I wish I had done it sooner because I felt so much better. That's and I taught, I had a TikTok about this. Like, I wish I had done it sooner. Mm-hmm. I just like, I got it right away. I went yeah. to the doctor right away. So I got my help. Then I was like stalling on like executing. And that's one of my like, one of my negative traits is like, I will like stall and procrastinate on executing something because I get nervous about it. Yes. Especially I feel like with breastfeeding, because then that's mm-hmm. like affecting her too. But you know, it's safe. Yes. Like you're telling you. It's yes. Safe. Yes. Like I wasn't even really worried about that. I think I just had bad experiences in the past. And like, I was worried about like, would I become a shell of a human and miss mm-hmm. out on experiencing her? And I didn't at all. So oh. I'm like, after the fact, I was like, I wish I had done this like right away. I waited yeah. like eight weeks when I had that appointment where I was like in full hysterics. She was like, I see you're prescribed. Like, do you need to up it? I'm like, I'm not taking it. And she was like, take it. I'm like, okay, sorry. It probably helped you enjoy her more too. Because yeah, you know, like I like I and like now full disclosure, like I've kind of weaned off of it because mm-hmm. well, that's a whole different postpartum topic. Like I'm trying to figure out my whole like hormones and weight and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to try to like get back pure and like I know that if I like start freaking out again, I can get right back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they, it's called something. I think the girl is told me it was called like titrate or titration when you can like wean on and wean off. Okay. And so my doctor gave me a plan so that I can do that. I should probably like call her back if I'm like going to go back on my meds instead of just being like, I'm good. Um, so I, I don't advise that. But so I would call her not back. Medical and, like, me. Yeah, this is, I'm not a medical professional. I would call her back and be like, help me. Um, they have like a great triage line in my office. I can literally call them for whatever, but I wish I had gotten help, like a ther- gone back to therapy, but it's that execution part. I was like, I don't know how I fit this in. Like I went back to work and all that. I was like, where do I, yeah. I, I could do a zoom. So like, good for you for like prioritizing that. I didn't go on medicine. I, I did that. You did, did that instead. Therapy and stuff yeah. Because I had the anxiety of like, what if the medication Taking gets it. in her milk? She's doing so well. And yeah. Like, and how does it affect her? Yeah, I get it. And now you're in therapy. Yeah, exactly. And, and why. it's helping. Good. I'm glad. That's good. That's good. The most important thing is both of us did something to like help. And I get so worried about like, I know so many people, moms that like, 
when I was so close or going through it, they told me then like what they did. And I was like, why didn't you tell me before? And they're like, I, you can, I cannot either scare you or prepare you. Like, I don't think anybody could prepare me for what I went through. And it's so much easier to talk about it now. So I was asking like, do you feel better now? Because now I can talk about it and I'm like, yeah, I went through it. I'm okay. But like, nobody could have prepared me for what that was. It's, it is like earth shaking. And then you're, you get through it you you know, you're going to get through it. It doesn't feel like it, but you, I knew I'll be okay. Yeah. I didn't, I had a second there where I was like, really? I was like in the shower and I was like, I, I like do not want to be in my own skin. Like when oof. does it end? Like, I it feel was, that. Oof, it was tough. I just like, oh, I just felt that in my chest. You saying that I knew that I would get through it. Everybody is telling me you're going to get through it. So I just held on to that hope. But it, I remember looking at my mom crying one day. It's a sunny day. It's beautiful. I'm holding my baby. And I was like, I know it's going to get better because everybody's telling me it's going to get better, but I want it to happen faster. Mm -hmm. So like I always held on to that hope, Mm -hmm. but I, I know exactly what you're feeling. I can feel it in my chest right now. Thinking about that, I picture clear as day, like my scenario and like, you feel like it's going to take forever. Like it's awful, but we're we're through it. We did it. it. We made it. Yeah. We did. Yeah. What? My knees are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get off this topic. So yeah. Boogers, anxiety. <laughs> this next topic is not easy, an easy topic either, but oh, perfect. Um, let's talk a little bit about labor and delivery. We both got okay. induced at 39 weeks. We both had yeah. very different experiences, but let's talk about it. I know you talked about it a little yeah. bit. Let's talk about it. Yeah. No, I know. I want to hear yours because you said it was very different. Yeah. I... Um, you go, like, you go first. I'm so annoying. No. My labor it. and delivery was so easy. Like, Oh, so was mine. The easiest, like. I was, like, worried. I wanted you to go first because I wanted, if anybody was, like, scared, no. I was going to be, like, the cherry on, like, it's fine, it's fine. But yours is easy. I was, like, no, I was so, so worried easy. that you were going to be, like, mine was the worst thing ever. And I'm, like, no. oh, mine was so easy. So easy. I'm, like, get it. I tell her, like, I'm, like, if you hear induction stories that are terrible, like, mine was so easy. Like, I, li- I have um, endometriosis. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to wait to see if I need the epidural. And I literally went until six centimeters before I got the epidural because I was like, this is nothing. Um, And then I hit six centimeters and I was like, bring that thing in here now. Get it in. Get it in. And um, they did. Um, While I was getting it, I actually talked about this already. So sorry, listeners. No, I went. While I was getting the epidural, my husband was like sitting in front of me holding my hand. And I was like ready for like, you know, the pain. He passed out. Like while I was getting the epidural. So then they sent my mom out of the room because only one person could be in the room. There's a yeah. rush of like nurses and stuff because he passed out. Yeah. And he was like unresponsive too. Like the nurse was like calling him. And I'm like, I'm telling – like he looked like he was dead. But I'm like – because he gets like super pale yeah. and like alarming. But I'm like, he does this. Like he's he's fine. Oh, like, wait. That's so funny. Keith does too. <laughs> he didn't pass out. But like that is so funny. I would be like, oh, he's okay. Like, he's yeah. Fine. I'm like, he's totally fine. Like yeah, I'm sorry. Don't worry about him. through IVF. So, okay. um, he had to get blood work, I think twice. And had that go? And passed out both times. And then he yeah. had to have surgery because, so he had to have surgery a couple of times and, um, he like had to tell them like, I need to, you need to lay me down. You need to give mm-hmm. me some Tommy first and then. Do the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you say something for my Tommy. <laughs> so bad. It's Poor so, baby. <laughs> so bad. So anyway, so everyone rushed in. Then I'm like shaking while they're trying to put in the epidural, like the part where you can't move, I yeah. can't stop shaking because I'm laughing so hard oh. because it's just like, 
the best. Like I said from the beginning, he was the one that was going to pass out. Like I Wait, would that is so like, funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. So and bad. then you're like, you're not shaking in pain. You're shaking because you're laughing. I'm so hard. And I, and they're like, you can't move. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't help it. Like it's- that is so funny. And so they get it in. Um, I take a nap and then uh, yeah. um, the epidural nap. Yeah. So nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I woke up. And the nurse is like, can I check you since you're up? So I was like, sure. Yeah. Um, they checked me and her head was right there. And then six pushes and she was out. Yeah. <laughs> how, what was your like time frame? Like how long? Um, so they, I went in at like nine o'clock at night. Um, yeah. But I didn't start laboring until probably like 4 a.m. Because like yeah. I wasn't being responsive to the medicine at first. She had her cord, the cord wrapped and we didn't know it was like loosely wrapped. Oh, so you had to be like careful. It was like going down. Mm-hmm. And so um, the nurse came in and said, we might have to do a C-section. I was like, mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to get her yeah, out. Yeah, just do it. Um, and then we, and then everything else happened. And so happened. when did you deliver? 3.40. So probably like okay. I labored for like 12 hours, I guess. Yeah. Not full 12 hours, but yeah. like I said, it was like nothing. I was like, is this Yeah. Papers? Yeah. Okay. I feel like those are are like they're pretty similar. But okay. mine was um I did experience more pain, but I also was like I was um I tried to be a hero and I thought that I could go longer and longer and longer. And my nurse, I love my nurse by the way. Like everybody always says this. I'm gonna gloss over this very fast, and everybody's gonna be like, "What the heck?" My mom and my sister were run over by a car when I was eight months pregnant. Yeah, I remember. And this. yes. And I'm just glossing over it. They're fine. Yeah. And they were selfish. They were taking my pregnancy away from me, but they're fine. <laughs> and so they did spend weeks in the hospital and had multiple surgeries. And I was there as much as I could be. I think I was there for like 10 days. And um, while I was there, I did not realize people say how like hard nurses work all the time. Oh my gosh. I had like, I never like saw it. I never was like the recipient. I was never a patient or like a, a, a family member of a patient to like really see like the inner workings of the hospital. Oh my gosh. So between their experience and then two months later when I gave birth, nurses are literally like, oh my gosh, I would literally ride or die for my nurse. I loved her. Yeah. Her name was Lynn. She was a Southern lady and she came in. I so similar to you. I came in late at night. It was like, well, I was supposed to go in at seventh and they called me and canceled my induction. And they're like, we'll call you whenever we have a bed open. I'm like, okay. And then they call me back like an hour later. Like, you want to come in tonight? And I was like, wow, you're really sending a nine month pregnant woman on an emotional roller coaster. But sure. Like, yeah, don't call me again. Like I'm coming. Don't call me again. So I went in at like 1130. I also think that's a trick. They got you to come in before midnight. So they could charge you a little extra on your bill. I'm not sure about that. I need to ask somebody, but they had me come in at 1130. Like why not just come in, have me come in at 12? I don't yeah. know how the hospital time works, Yeah, me but either. 1130, they started me on just like the cervix off side attack, yes. cervix yeah. softening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, I was in labor or like not active labor. I, I'd been yeah. contracting for truly for weeks, but all that day, but they just like, it wasn't, wasn't happening. And so then by the time I was on the side attack, that was really getting going. Yeah. And so then they gave me Pitocin at 930 AM. Lynn, my sweet nurse, gave me the Pitocin and she comes back like an hour or so later and she was like, how are you feeling? I was like, fine. She goes, cool. Cracking it up. And I was like, okay. Like I was like getting a little bit nervous. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And she would keep coming back. And then she was like, I'm going to call your doctor and we're going to break your water. I'm like, cool. He comes in, breaks my water at like, I don't know, like 10. 
I had the epidural in by 12 and I was losing my shit. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. My nurse was bearing down on me, literally like holding me down, tucking my back so that like, you know, that spreads out your spine. They're like, they put rags on me. People are like holding my face like this and like bearing me down. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Um, Keith did leave the room because Keith does also pass out. Okay. Um, he's got a whole thing. Okay. So I was like, get out of here. Like, don't even look at it. Don't see. He left. And then my mom was in front of me and my mom was just kind of like, like she's the most helpful person there is when it comes to, like comforting me. Yeah. But she was just kind of like, because I was like freaking out. Yeah. After that, golden. I think I got it at like twelve, and she was like at twelve p.m. Yeah. I think I was. I think I was like four, maybe five. Sometimes I don't remember now. Yeah. But she was like, "You were trying to be too tough," and I was like, "I didn't know. Like you don't know what to expect." She no. was like, "Next time when you just feel the pain, just do it. If you know you're gonna get it." And I was like, yeah, there was like so much, there's so much like a stigma around the epidural. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I should have just got, like, I don't know yeah. why I was trying to be tough. Like, I want to get it. Just get it. Yeah. But then I had her at like five. So I was like five hours later, I had her, took the epidural nap and then they came in and um, I thought we were practicing when I was supposed to start pushing. So it did take me like 20 minutes to push. I probably could have done it a lot faster, but I genuinely thought we were practicing. My doctor wasn't there. My doctor oh. was at home. Yeah. <laughs> My doctor was at home it, because I progressed so much faster than they thought. They checked me yeah. at like, I want to say they checked me at like three thirty, and I was like a seven and my dad and my sister left the hospital and I was like, yeah, I'll be like hours more before I get to 10. And before they even got home, which was 10 minutes away, I was a 10. They're like, let's push. And I was like, I'm like, like, I'm not ready. And she's yeah. like, no, we're, we're going to push. I was like, I like I was like I, I thought we were gonna had a couple more hours. Yeah. Like my doctor was telling me 7 p.m. and this was like 4:30. And wow. then yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm not ready. And then she was like, well, your doctor's still at home, so he's like running here. And I was like, yeah, I'm not pushing. And she was like making me. I literally thought we were practicing like a prep. And then she's like, she's like, try harder. And I was like, okay. And then whatever. It was like 20 minutes. I pushed, and I was they like, I feel like for my doctor. Yeah, no, apparently that's not a thing in my that's hospital. <laughs> They're like, come on, girl. Nice. That's nice because I was like, I had to wait like maybe 10, 20 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. I Did you feel know. anything? Yes. I, didn't, I was like, oh. she's going to come out on this table. Yeah, I didn't right feel now. that. I think they, they put a little too much epidural and I never upped my epidural because I was a little Either. bit too weird about it. Okay. And I think it was a little too strong okay. or like, I mean, maybe it was just strong enough. I didn't feel any of that. She's like, do you feel like you're going to poop? And I was like, not really. Like, I don't feel anything. Like, I didn't feel anything. They had to tell me when I was contracting still, like, to yeah. push. Yes. So, I like, mean, I wasn't sure, like, what yeah. was going on. So. Yeah. No, I felt like I had to push, but I didn't feel like I was contracting. And then yeah. they would so be we, like, okay, your contraction's coming, one, two, three. And then they would tell me to push. It was, pro. like, I said after that labor and delivery, uh, literally immediately after, and then you have the euphoric hive, like, your baby. Yeah. I was like, I would have 17 kids. Yes. Like take yes. out the pregnancy, take out the postpartum. Yeah. 17 kids. Labor yeah. delivery. Like if I could be someone's surrogate just to deliver, I would do it. Yeah. It was, I mean, in, in, induced and with an epidural, I would do yeah. it. It was yes. like, so, it was so good. It was amazing. Yeah. And I also realized, I think we should say not everybody has that experience. So no. I realized how thankful I am because yes. I'm kind of scared that I'm going to get karma. Like, I don't think yeah. I deserve any bad karma. But, like, I'm scared the second child I have, it'll be a full different experience. I'm like, well, tapping out. I'm done. <laughs> that was it for me. I mean, I think that it's supposed to get easier, right, with each kid. I hope so. That sounds great to me. Yeah. That sounds nice to me. 
Yeah. I'm going to hold on to that hope. And I'm going to be yeah. like, no, it's going to be easier this time. Yeah. We know what to expect. So yeah, that's true. that does make it a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. But like people that get do sometimes like have to get like a balloon and stuff. And that's yeah, I don't have to do any of that. But I was like, I was in like, what do they call it? Early labor for literally two weeks. I was, your girl was going through it because it was like, oh, I kept losing my mucus plug. I kept having bloody show. Sorry guys. Blood oh, you grief, bloody show, time. everything. I don't know. Apparently. Wow. Oh, and I would like tell my doctor. So a lot of people hated that I said this, but uh, my OB is like rotate. So I saw like, I would see like five different doctors, but I think there were three delivering OBs. And I saw the same three towards the end. You know, you go like every week. Yes. And I saw the same three towards the end. And I knew who I wanted to deliver. Um, I would have been fine with any of them. But I, the one who scheduled my induction, he scheduled me on a day so he would deliver. Love him. Nice. And um, I just, oh my God, I almost went on a tangent because I was just thinking about the fact that he's saying one of my favorite gospel songs while, or worship songs, it's not gospel, but worship songs while I was delivering. Because I was like playing it on my phone or on our speaker, and he like sings in his choir at church, and so he started singing like while, it was so sweet. But um, so I love I love him. It. it was so meant yeah. to be that he delivered her. But um, I was seeing the same three, and one of them was like, and they were kind of all kind of saying the same thing, like, yeah, just get induction. Like your body may not go through it. So many people think, and I don't think this is wrong if you think this, but like for me, and I knew how I felt. So many people were like, no, your body knows what to do. Mm-hmm. My doctors were telling me, oh, your body's trying, but yeah. it's not doing it's not doing it. Yeah. And so they're like, it happens with first time moms sometimes. It's like your body knows, but it's just not getting you to that point. Mm-hmm. And it may, like your body does know what to do, but like it may be like later than we feel comfortable delivering, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. later too late to where you might have some complications or whatever. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm tired of this. Like <laughs> it's just I have been contracting for two weeks. I'm bloody show multiple times, mucus multiple times. All of that, I was like, take her, let's go, <laughs> let's yeah. do it. So, yeah. but she was, people didn't like that. I said, my doctor told me my body just may not go on its own naturally. And they're like, yes, your body will. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to listen to my doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people have feelings about induction. Yeah. Right? And I'm just like, yeah, they do. And I didn't think I was ever going to get induced. I was like, it's not safe. Like, I don't need to do that. My body will just go into labor on its own. Well, when I was 37, 38, 30, 38 and 39 weeks pregnant, 38 and 39 weeks pregnant, going through it. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. induce me. Like I gotta go. Yeah. You don't know until rough. you go through it. Just like, I didn't know yes. that the third trimester was going to be so tough until I went through it. Me either. <laughs> I was like, pregnancy is a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> not, not anymore, girl. <laughs> not anymore. You feel the weight of that baby. Yeah. Ooh. I just, uh, I don't want to go back there right now. Yeah. I know. It makes me feel nauseous. Yeah. Um, breastfeeding journey. That's another yeah. thing. Um, I think it's an important conversation and you actually just recently kind of started talking about introducing some formula and yes. all of that. So how's that going? It's going really well. Um, yeah, so she gets formula every day now. Um, what I, my breastfeeding journey was so much easier than I thought when it started. Like she latched really well. My milk came in great. Um, I was grossed out by breastfeeding before I had her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to try and give it my best effort. I, if I have the milk to do it, I'd love to like, I didn't realize it's still called breastfeeding or exclusively breastfeeding. Even if you pump, like you can exclusively yeah. pump and it's still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was like, I will do that. I'll just pump, but like, I'll let her like nurse to get my supply in and then Mm -hmm. I'll pump. And that was my plan. And I had met with lactation consultants and they agreed to like, you know, do, they were like, do what you feel best. But like, that's a good plan. If that's what you want is to Mm -hmm. nurse for a couple of weeks and then pump. And it was so much easier than I thought. And I like, didn't feel grossed out by it. I like, we had that. I was one of those people that had the like euphoric, like bond, you know, some people get like depressed when they breastfeed or like feel different things. I was good. I was like, great, let's do it. Totally fine. It got so much harder when I went back to work. Pumping all the time is so different from nursing all the time. Um, and I couldn't keep up. I, it was about two months exactly that I was, I was barely making enough. And then if anything happened to any milk, I was short and I was like, Mm -hmm. and I have a small freezer stash Mm -hmm. and people were like, well, that's what the freezer stash is for is to use it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but not if I'm having to use it every single day, I'm never adding back to it. That's, I mean, what's the point of it then? Because like, then it's gone. And like, I want to keep it for emergencies. If like, I have no milk ready and it's there, you know, like I don't have that much. It's a couple days worth. And so I was like, I'm, I was so stressed over it. And I was like, I, I don't think I can do this anymore. It's so much different pumping all the time versus mm-hmm. nursing. And so multiple bottles of milk got spilled in a week, not by me. And, and I did forget milk out a couple of times too. So I mean, it's not other people's fault. It's my fault too, but that I was short on milk. And so finally I was like, this is it. I saw a couple of TikToks that really resonated with me. Claire Edwards made a TikTok video basically saying, Rip the bandaid off early so that it's not a big emotional buildup of giving your baby formula. I realized that's where I was falling was I had no problem giving her formula at all, but Mm -hmm. we had just been doing this for so long that I was like, how, when, like, Mm -hmm. what do I do? What kind do I get? How do I introduce it to her? Mm -hmm. What's the plan here? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do five months in. How do I give her formula for the first time? Well, I don't really have to, I'm Mm -hmm. just raking myself over the coals to give her enough breast milk. So I did it one day, like we spilled formula. I didn't have enough for the, or we spilled breast milk. I didn't have enough for the next day. Literally went straight to target. And I was like, all right, we're, we're just doing it. And I um, gave her, I was short for two bottles. And so I gave her um, milk, bre- breast milk in two of them and um, formula to fill them off. And so she has four bottles a day while I'm gone at work. And I told the nanny, I was like, these are the two that are formula. Let me know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Know anything different, whatever she was great. And that was like what I needed. And I was like, all right, now every bottle from here on out will be combo. And I know that she like is fine on it. And we kind of watched it for a couple of days. Uh, We, it's been like two weeks now almost, I think to see like how she was doing. And we haven't really noticed anything like different every night. She gets a bottle before bed. That's combo. Um, and I, it's helps to know with the regression, how much milk she's getting to Mm -hmm. go like through the night. Mm -hmm. And, um, now like I every single bottle is combo because now I'm never worried about making x amount when I pump and I think it takes that pressure off too it just alleviates so much pressure and I'm also just thankful that she took it so easily Mm -hmm. um and if we have to switch we switch whatever but like now she gets formula every single day and I have a mental load taken off like I am not so Mm -hmm. worried about it at all and then now my plan is to like eventually when I feel like ready hopefully in the next couple months I would love to like go like wean to like maybe like just like two feeds a day or something Mm -hmm. and then we'll just take it from there but I'm very grateful that it's been an it was easy from the start and then it was an easy transition because that in between was where I was like I was losing it mentally yeah yeah 
Well, it's good that you had a good start to breastfeeding because I feel like that's not the case for most people. I agree. I agree. I had like a rocky like couple of days when we like couldn't. I'm blacking out. I did go to the I did go to the um, breastfeeding center. Uh, three out of the first four days we were home, <laughs> so I did like go. But it was still like, it was still relatively easy. Like we were do- she was eating and like she was mm-hmm. latching. Like yeah, I was there all the time to get the help. But like she was yeah, our beginning was up until like four to five months. It was a breeze, and I'm so I'm so grateful for that because yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like some babies don't latch, or like mm-hmm. what? There's a million problems that can happen. Yeah. But yeah, we My had a pretty like, coming in. Mm. So we gave her formula. I think it was like the first week because yeah. she cried from like two thirty a.m. to like six p.m. and I was like I couldn't oh, no. hear her crying anymore. And I was Poor like, give baby. her a bottle of formula. And my mom and Nick were like, Are you sure? Like it's early like and I'm like give her one bottle of formula just to see if she'll calm down yeah and we gave her a bottle of formula and she slept for like seven hours she was she was hungry yeah that did you feel like I feel like that is so I don't know if empowering is the right word but I feel like formula can be very empowering if you let it be and I think that the way you handled that because sometimes moms like you feel like you're failing and you're you're trying and trying so hard for and I'm speaking kind of out of out of my lane here because I did this wasn't my experience but I feel like you try and try try so hard and you're like no it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen did you feel so like powerful and proud of yourself to just be like I'm making the decision to give that to her because I want my baby to like be okay definitely and I think that my mom always told us she didn't have milk and I think that's like an important conversation to have like it's a possibility that you might not have milk so we had the formula there for that reason and research formula and I knew what I was going to use and um so we had that so like yes like I felt like oh my my milk isn't coming in and it was kind of like it's still sad you know a little bit but at the same time I'm like at least I can give her what I can give her and until this day like I never gave her like a full day's worth of just milk which I'll always get like a bottle or two of formula but I kind of like had the expectation that I might not have milk. So at least I can give her what I can give her. I do think that that is huge because I will be honest. I like did it. I know that my mom breastfed me and my sister for like a year. I think my mom said it wasn't until we were like 15 months that we were fully weaned wow. like by a year. Yeah. By a year. And I like, I can't picture that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's insane. Um, by a year. She like, we we're, she was weaning and it was like 15 months that it was a full wean. Mm-hmm. And so I never like thought about it. Like I knew that I I had formula as a baby. Like she combo fed me, but she yeah. I was primarily breastfed. And so like I had same thing. I had formula ready to go. I had like all the bottles. So I was like, oh, I don't need bottles if I'm breastfeeding because like mm-hmm. for a while she's gonna nurse. Like I wasn't rushing to introduce them, but I did get some bottles in case I had to formula feed and all that. But I really went into it, which I think helped me no expectations whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I had a plan of what I wanted. I was like, right. I would love to nurse for a couple of weeks and then pump, mm-hmm. but like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And like, it just kind of fell into place. It mm-hmm. sounds like it was like so perfect for me, but that's not what I pictured at all. So mm-hmm. like, I think going into it, no expectations and just letting it happen is how you have to try as a type A person. It's hard to do that. But like, yeah. I think when you have literally no idea what's going to happen to you, like I'm I could not still fathom. I'm like, I'm about to have a child. Um, so like, you know, I was like, as much as I could, I had no expectations because I didn't know what was going to happen. That yeah. helped it all too. That helped yeah. the whole situation. Yeah. 
Do you have a plan of like when you want to like stop breastfeeding or not sure? So if I'm like selfish, selfishly to like take full control back of my body, I am feeling like an alien in my body. Yes. Like the weight, the hormones, yes. I'm still like having the night sweats. I'm like, I thought that was supposed to stop. Like there's so much I would love to stop tomorrow. But I think about the time and I'm like, what is, I, I want to go to six months and then I think I'm going to start mm-hmm. like actually weaning. So I have mm-hmm. like an, I have not even a month left. She's five months old. I have not even a month left to like, I think that I want to like fully do it. And I think the yeah. only reason why I want to do that is she's going to get breast milk regardless. Cause I'm, I'm going to slowly do it. I think the only reason is just like, you know, when you have that anxiety, that's yep. really what it is. Is like the sixth season. Like I want to yep. get her six months. Cause that's a benchmark. And I really want to try to get her through six season. Well, she's going to get breast milk regardless through six season. Cause I'm going to combo as I wean. Mm-hmm. But it's that anxiety telling me, like, you have to do it until this point. And I'm yeah. okay with that. Like, I'm not – the fact that I introduced the formula helps me mentally, mm-hmm. like, kind of relax. I'm not as, like, freaked out about it. Now it's just I want my body back. So yeah. I'm I, once I hit six months, I think I'm going to go to back to my breastfeeding clinic and say, okay, help me come up with a plan. I want to wean, whether mm-hmm. it's, like, over one month or over two months or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I, right now I'm trying to keep one of the best things about like introducing the formula now and combo feeding is that I'm, I'm keeping my schedule the same in terms of pumping. I may still not be making enough or if I were to exclusively give her breast milk, but I'm still having a little bit of a surplus mm-hmm. by doing the split bottles across the board. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, if I made 20 ounces, but I only need 10, I have now 10 ounces extra of breast milk. I'm freezing it. That's so great. yeah. So now that I can like lengthen that a little bit on the back end but be done pumping sooner because yeah the pumping is the worst part but pumping again is still really... yeah it's rough I'm still I trying think... to like go into it all with no expectations but the pumping is really what's getting me I was watching which it was cracked me up one of your videos where you were like oh I even tried when you're trying to induce yourself and you were like I even I, tried, tried to pump. that was awkward and Very I'm like, awkward. I tried the same thing and I was like, so awkward yeah. at the time. And I'm like, it's just part of my life now. Like, yeah, I like never, I really didn't give, like I said, I didn't, I went into it with no expectations because I literally had no idea what to expect. I never mm. gave it that much thought. I was laying in a hot bath, like as hot as you can be in while you're pregnant, warm bath, I should say. 6 a.m. on like a Saturday morning because I couldn't sleep and I'm sitting in the bathtub pumping. And I was like, get out of me, get out of me. I think it was, she was born on a Friday and I think it was like the Saturday before. Um, So it was probably like six days before she was born. And I'm sitting in the bath, just like pumping. And I was like, this is so, I'm watching it. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like what is going on? And then it just becomes part of your life. Like, yeah. Like I need to pump right now. (laughs) I I feel myself getting full. Well, I should have, and this is what I say. Like, it's such a like hindrance to me. Like if it was nursing her, and I don't think about it the same. I think for some people, they probably think about like pumping and nursing is the same thing and it's not a bother to them. If it was like she needed to nurse right now, I'd be like, oh yeah, no problem. I'd have her under here and you'd have no idea. But like the pumping is just there's so many parts and like the whole ritual of it and then the cleaning and all of that. Like that's what's so annoying to me where mm-hmm. it's like, I should have pumped before I came on here, but I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll do it later. <laughs> and that's also probably why I messed up my supply, but yeah, it is. Yeah, my, what it is. I, I took a dip in my supply too, so I totally get it. But the pumping is—I actually—I don't even know if she knows how to nurse anymore. Like I, I wean, like I did 
one time a day of nursing, but yeah. I did those bottles to know she was getting enough because yep. I wasn't producing enough and I was freaking yep. out that she wasn't getting enough. Yeah. So I exclusively pump basically. Now. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I just started doing now at five months for her last bottle of the day. And she gets bottles like that's kind of what's sad is I am kind of an exclusive pumper now. I nurse her when it's convenient and like always in the mornings, but she, I, the same thing with the anxiety. I was worried that she kept waking up so much that she was hungry, but I'm like, no, I, I don't think that she's hungry. So now knowing how much milk that she's getting and it's topped off with formula, I know when she, again, if she like, we go through like a whole thing, then I'm like, okay, you're hungry during the middle of the night. But I know nine times out of 10, when she wakes up, she's not hungry. Yeah. That anxiety in me, I needed to know like, how much is she actually getting? Yep. That helps exactly. so much. Exactly. Yeah. So much because when I didn't know how much she was getting, I was like, she's not getting enough. Yeah. You're like freaking out. Yeah. Uh, no, I knew she was getting enough because she's a big girl. She, she like gains she people always are like oh my baby's huge but I'm like well your baby was born at 10 pounds like my baby was born at seven pounds and like doubled her I knew that she I didn't have as much anxiety when I was nursing her because I knew she was getting enough because she was gaining weight so much when everybody was like freaking out about like oh my god she's not that heavy like my baby is like this many pounds like well your baby was born at 10 pounds like she was born at seven pounds and like for her to like gain so much weight so fast the doctors are like well we know she's eating that's awesome (laughs) yeah it is it is like it is such a blessing but girl the first like two months were like cluster feeding like she cluster fed she's still at five months old she's still a two-hour girl like she wants to eat at two hours yeah it's it's rough. It's, it's a rough. lot, yeah. Especially when they're just attached to you. Like now that you have bottles, yeah. like you have a little bit more independence. But. Yeah, and she can go longer on a bottle. Like she can go longer after she takes a bottle. But when she nurses, like she wants to nurse like way more often. Which is like now it's sweet. I mean, it's always sweet, but like it's so much sweeter because it's not as often that like I nurse her while I'm like since I'm working. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think about like the last time you're gonna nurse her yeah listen I need that to be spontaneous because I yeah yeah, I get in my feels about it I hope that it's I hope that there's not like a formal last time like I hope that it's like and this is also me just like having high hopes but I hope that it's like I'm like weaning and I like nurse her sporadically and it's just like randomly the last time and I don't realize it I think that that's how I would want it to be yeah because I don't know that I could deal with the formality of the last time yeah so I think I had my last time you do yeah are you sad about it a little bit because I've been like the last couple days like I've tried here and there even when she's really oh she won't latch Mm -mm, not anymore okay when you said that I didn't even think like that didn't register with me so when how recently was that like the last couple of days probably where she, and she was hungry like I know she was hungry and I like hand oh. express to like have her smell get it she, going like I need the bottle like okay and so that so that was recently do you want to keep trying to latch her or are you like at peace with knowing like that was it I think I'm at peace with knowing good. that was it yeah that's good I don't think but you know you still have milk so if you wanted to try yeah. again you could yeah she's still gonna there's get no finality yeah you know pumping yeah and it's kind of like I think it's okay yeah I mean you have I think the glory of that is like you have the ability to try again Mm -hmm. you know if you wanted to there's no finality there you're still giving her like you said your breast milk yeah when we started talking about that it's like I didn't I've thought about that before but I haven't like sat in it 
sat in that thought yeah. and like what do I feel about this it, I almost feel like relieved like this is my first good like closing of a chapter I guess because she still does the okay. newborn scrunch um, yeah oh like, I have guy right she's just I, oh my gosh she's a scrunchy baby for a while yeah she's a scruncher um so you know I what? Like, I never thought about that Naomi I don't know when her last scrunch was yeah so that's what I mean like I wanted to kind of be sporadic where it's just yeah. like oh that was it like well because they're like attached to you like I feel like you're gonna notice when that doesn't happen you know so yeah. I feel like okay I got past my first last time of something yeah and it wasn't that bad so, yeah like I can do this you can do I, it you can keep going yeah yeah yeah, I agree. I think there's there's also, I mean, there's so many things that you have to like get through of it being like the first like hard thing or the last like sweet thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Like I think it all falls under the same category of like your first night away or like your first time mm-hmm. leaving, like the same thing as like your first last or whatever, mm-hmm. or the last time of doing something. It all kind of falls under the same category and there's so many of those, mm-hmm. like so many that I think it's like you can't get too caught up on one thing, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You had your first night away, right? How was that? I've had a few now. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I'm a wild girl. Yeah. Um, our first one was ripped the bandaid off pretty early. It was, she was like maybe eight weeks. No, like six. She was like six weeks. And um, my best friend and I, she had a, has a baby that's, two and a half months older than Naomi. It was her first night away too. I'm pretty sure it was her first and we did it together. And so that was helpful. And we were only like an hour and a half away. And we both said to each other, if we feel like we need to run back, we, we go. And like, whether we both want to go or just one of us wants to go, no questions asked, like we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was helpful. It was like literally less than 24 hours. There was a bachelorette trip and um it was close thank god so we could make it work and we were having fun so i think that helped and it was with our friends and it kind of gave us both like a sense of our like old selves back like mm-hmm. it made us it was like it was nice the whole like setting for us it was like for me it was like the perfect like first time away i like needed to feel a little bit li- like myself i wanted to be around my friends I cried. It was like harder than anything to leave her. When I laid my head down, I was like, I should be at home. Like, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. Every single time I'm away from her, do I think back and say, it was, that wasn't worth it? Yes. (laughs) But so I've said that every time, except I would say the last time we just stayed, did a staycation for Keith's um, birthday downtown. And my mom kept her. That was the first time that I was like, well, she's going through regression, so maybe that's why I'm saying <laughs> you're okay. I needed to sleep. That was the first time that I was like, I think it's been three nights total that I've spent away from her. And that was the first time that I was like, no, I lied. Four. So first time was a bachelorette. Once was Keith and I had a parents' night out. Then once I had a work trip. And that, of course, I was like, I enjoyed yeah. my time, but like that was not worth it. Yeah. Um, the parents night out, like had so much fun with Keith, but I wish that we just like came home. After. Like, I wish we just got my baby instead of like, she slept at my mom's house. I wish I just like got her instead. Um, so each time was like not worth it until the most recent time. I think you just get a little bit more comfortable. She gets a little bit older and I'm like, okay, like we're doing it. And I think it's just like practice, you know, like, yeah. like got to like warm up to it. But I think it was good for me for my, like per- my mental health to like early on get mm-hmm. that sense of like, old life like normalcy back because like you're never going back to like no pre-baby so I think having like a little blend of that in between was like good for me 
Yeah, you ripped that bandaid off nice and yeah. I have. Have you done it? No. Are you worried about it? Are you nervous? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And I don't plan to do it anytime. Okay. My sister's getting married in July, so there will okay. be a bachelorette party probably in May. Yeah. yeah. So that would be. She'll be what? How many more? She'll be like what? Nine months? Um, eight months? So she'll be six months in March, April, May. So oh, eight, eight months. months. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be like a good time. Yeah. I feel like that would be a good time. I think at that point you'll be like, you'll miss her. It'll be like the sweetness. Like I think er- doing it early, how I did it, I was worried about the like functionality. Like, is everything going properly? Like, mm-hmm. are they doing the right things? Like, mm-hmm. is she okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the older they get, it's a little bit more of like missing them and like the sweetness. Yeah. Like yeah. what I like last weekend, like, I knew that she was fine. Like my mom was doing everything right. And like, nothing was going wrong per se. It was more of like, I, I know for a fact that she wants her mom. Like, I know she misses me. That's the hard part. It's like, yeah, I know I miss. I'm the it girl. Like she yeah. wants me. And then like, obviously I miss her, but like, it's, it gets a little bit easy in terms of like the functionality of it. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about that because like when you're little, like you just want your mom, you know? And so yeah. I'm like, they just want their mom. So like, that's the sweetest thing I say to Keith all the time I'm like I know for a fact that at any point she wants me I know for a fact if I'm not with her she misses me Mm -hmm. it honestly breaks my heart sometimes like thinking about that like when I'm gone at work I'm like oh my god like I know that she wants me right now but I also have to say but that doesn't mean that she's unhappy that doesn't mean that she's not okay like I see her with her nanny. She loves her. And she's only with the nanny two days a week. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, when I'm gone, I'm like, I know that she misses me, but that doesn't mean that she's not happy. Like no. she's still okay. Well, I'm like, yeah. if she wants me hundred percent of the time. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm it. Like it's such a, it is really bad. It can make you a narcissist really fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she, I'm the best. <laughs> um, so this is going to sound really bad. Actually, we didn't talk about this before, but I remember watching you like when I was early on and like you gave me the courage to drink because I was like nervous ah. to like, have my first drink. And then I think you were like out like having margaritas or something. And I was like, no, I'm going to have like every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like while you mean like while bre- or pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Pumping or breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you just have to, I like, I'm so lax about it now, but also I think part of it is like my tolerance built back up early on. It was another bandaid you have to rip off like another yeah. first. And I was yeah. like, Oh, but I love, I used to, I mean, we used to be social, social people. And so yeah. like I, every weekend it was like, what's going on? Where are we going? Like, it wasn't like partying, but it was like going to meet at this happy hour or like, let's celebrate this birthday or whatever. It was always something. Mm-hmm. And that is so different now but now it's like okay let's like what brewery or like baby friendly like outdoor bar can we go to like things like that and it's so different because I had to learn like because my tolerance literally dropped down to negative five like a couple drinks and you're good to go like you are good to go you're having a fun time and like ripping the band-aid off was so hard and I was so nervous that I yeah. intoxicated my baby after having two margaritas I was like oh my god she's intoxicated <laughs> like well, what do I do she was fine um <laughs> but I think you just have to do your own research and figure yeah. out what do you feel comfortable with I went to like all the breastfeeding classes lactation yep. consultants yep. I listened I you know searched the tiktoks and whatever and I kind of then heard every opinion from this end to this end all all ranges of the spectrum and then I like 
came down to my own conclusion. I was like, mm-hmm. what do I feel comfortable with? And only a few times have I like, it's really more me just like getting a little bit out of hand and then too cautious, like scary. Like I'm like, not scary. I get too nervous. Like, mm-hmm. am I okay to, to nurse her? And I'll be like, no, no, no. I'm just going to like pump. Some people are like, no, you're talking about like, do feed them, feed them whenever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm nervous now. So I think you just have to like kind of figure it out, but it's another bandaid. You just have to rip off and be yeah. like, let's do it. And it's so rewarding. Like, you're like, oh my God, I need this margarita more than anything. So bad. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, like it was now it's like normal. Like, and I'm like, oh, it it is what it is. But back in the beginning, I, I was looking forward to that margarita. Like I would like reward myself on a Friday. Like it's the same day every day in the beginning, but like on a Friday, I think Keith would, and Keith would be off. I'm like, I have help. (laughs) Like I'm rewarding myself with this margarita for getting through the week. Like, oh my gosh, that was the best in the beginning. That was me this Friday. When oh I yeah, real, that when I asked Nick to come home from work, yes, yeah, because of the meltdown, and then I was you like, it, "Girl, wine you is happening it. tonight." At yeah, dinner. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Like, it, I now get, I fully now get why moms always say like, "Oh, I need a drink," or like they reward themselves with wine at dinner at the end of the a Tuesday, or like on the weekends, they're like, "I need this." Like, I never got it. I'm like, okay, chill that. Like, chill out. Like, no, you don't need it. But like no I get it like it is a reward it's just like unwind even if it's one like it's just unwinding and so I get it quiet everything down for like once and just like chills you out for a second you're just like this is so nice like it's quiet cuddling up with my glass of wine like mm, it's the wow I'm like like, like talking dirty to myself like oh I love it (laughs) and like that's why everyone's like are you guys okay do you need (laughs) AA maybe Yeah, if I have a second kid, like, oh, girl. Are you planning like, to have more? Yeah, I don't know how many more. We'll see. I think mm-hmm. it also depends financially because these kids yeah. is expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, definitely one more. And I don't know when yet at yeah. all. Like, I don't know at all. I'm actually, I don't like that I, when people ask when. It's like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I had someone lecture me on the perfect age gap it was a family member lecture me on the perfect age gap and say you need to have them two years apart and I said I don't really think I want that and she goes no you need to it is the perfect age gap you want to have them two years apart you don't want them to be too far apart do you and I said you know I actually I like didn't talk with her about like my anxiety and depression and all of that and yeah. she's like oh, we're going back and forth and I finally was like I barely made it out of postpartum. I was like, I really struggled. It hit me hard. I was so anxious and depressed after I had her. I'm going to give myself a break. I said, no, I don't want to. Like, I do not want to have them so close together. If next year I'm like, great, let's go. Then I'll do it. But like right now I am not telling you I'm having them two years apart. Yeah. The when question, it's the same thing as after you get married. When are you having kids? Yeah. When, When are you having the next one? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. We got the one you're having kids pretty bad because we we've been married for seven years in March mm-hmm. and just had her, but we had three years of infertility. Uh-huh. So people would be like, "When are you that question?" Have kids? And I'm like, "We're trying, we're trying." Like, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, it'll happen when you stop trying." I'm like, "No, it's not." We need yeah, you're like please, like shut up, don't talk to me. <laughs> I I don't have that experience, so I can't like speak to that. But I. I'm the, this is my anxiety. I'm the worst about it. I put that on me. I thought I was going to have infertility. I, well, I was told by doctors that I would have issues. And mm-hmm. so I put that on myself and mm-hmm. I was scared to try because mm-hmm. of that. And I just like, 
I went through it mentally. It happened for us like randomly. Like we weren't, we were open to it, but we weren't actively trying. And so yeah. it, it just like, it was a surprise. I, I say a surprise blessing. Yes. And that was good for my anxiety. Yes. But I, I, uh, I like feel for you. Cause like the going through, going through it, just wish like not wishing it upon myself, but like think putting that in my brain, mm -hmm. those questions were triggering. I cannot even imagine when mm -hmm. you're actually going through it. And people keep asking yeah. you that question over and over again. Like, yeah. I don't, did you like, ever, what was your like response? What would you say back to them? We're trying, but yeah. you know, it's not happening. And then they'd be like, Oh, it'll happen when you, you know, you, you stop trying or whatever. And I'd be like, it's no, nope. did they give you like old wives tales? Like, like, Oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. Oh, well, that's the other thing. And that's like something really important that I feel like people need to talk about. It was him that had the problem and everyone was trying to fix me. Yeah. And it was like, well, so-and-so did this. And I'm like, yeah. listen, I could stand on my head. And, it's and do not everything. Happen. Yeah, that is so. That is so hard because everybody thinks. I think, honestly, I think that this is something with getting pregnant, with pregnancy, mm -hmm. with parenting, motherhood, like all of it. I think it's an older generation thing, but no, I'm going to be honest because my comments are filled with it. I think it's every generation. Yes. And sometimes it's the best intention, but sometimes people don't realize it is unnecessary at the time the advice nonstop of like, well, mm -hmm. this is what worked for me and it will work for you too. Or yeah. you should at least try it because it's what worked for me of any category of like this whole from trying to get pregnant to having the kid, like the actual yeah. kids are here, like all of it. I love like knowing what people are doing, but I don't love the like constant unsolicited advice in the perspective of like when it's given, like, this is the only thing that's going to work for you. Right. I'm like, mm, let's take it. Like, you don't know if I've tried that or not. Like, let's right. take it back a minute. Like, you don't, just like what you were saying, like you were doing literally everything to try. Yes. And it's all, yeah, no. Um, all right. So we were like an hour and a half in. <laughs> I told you I'm a chit chatter. Sometimes I'm like, I get too in my head. I'm like, delete this. Like, don't post it. But I still do because I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody will like it. And then I always end up like, for the most part, I still post everything. And then I'm like, sometimes people message me like, this is like, this one was it. Like, this like really helped me. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I almost didn't post that one. And that like, if one person that was like, that resonated with me, I'm like, okay, good. Good. That's, that's all I needed. Like, I just one. That's enough. But yeah, it yeah. for way too long. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's great. And I feel like I more than one of your videos have resonated with me. I mean, oh, I appreciate that. Um, so before we go, let's talk about yes. my Christmas conspiracy. Okay. I'm okay. so excited to hear what this is. Okay. So we didn't talk about this before because I wanted to get her genuine reaction with yeah. you guys. So, um, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. You know the song? Yes. Okay. I think Grandpa killed her. Or, like, did it. Oh, do we think she died? Did she? Okay, so in the video, the she comes back. But the video is misleading. And the video doesn't really go with, like, the song. So. Okay. Yes, she dies. In the song, it says she dies. Okay. Um, Grandpa's not sad about it. In the song. Okay. Um, I'm not I'm not really familiar. Can we take a quick pause for me to go look at the lyrics? Yeah, let's, let's look up the lyrics. Hold on. Because he did it. I know exactly the song you're talking about, obviously, but I don't think I'm familiar with all the lyrics where what you're telling me that like grandpa's not sad. Like that's throwing me. It must be him. 
but I want to like get familiar. Okay, so grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. So obviously grandpa was with her, right? You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me, the kid, and grandpa, we believe. So like, okay, already sketched. Okay. She'd been drinking too much eggnog and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication and she staggered out the door into the snow. When we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claw marks on her back. Okay. We can ignore that because he could have planted this evidence, okay? Oh, yeah, Grandma yeah. got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Still sketchy. Okay. Now we're all so proud of Grandpa. He's been taking things so well. Why is he taking things so well? Yeah. See him in there watching football, drinking beer, and playing cards with Cousin Mel. Now, in the video, Cousin Mel is, like, real sketch. Okay? Like... Him and Grandpa have something going on. Okay. Her and Grandpa have something going on. So, like, what are we thinking? So far? Yeah, so far, I would say, you know, I'm going out on a limb here, and I live in South Carolina, so I feel pretty comfortable saying this. Like, I think they're a little bit redneck here in this <laughs> song. So I am thinking he's a hunter. So he's got access to different hooves. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Grandpa has access to different hooves. I mean, just the, the song setting is pretty redneck to me. Um, again, I feel comfortable saying that out loud as a South Carolinian. And I think that he probably took a deer hoof, like a reindeer, a deer hoof. Okay. I do think he, I mean, any kind of hoof. He has access. He, yeah. So the planting of the evidence, super easy for him. There we go. Super easy. Why is he watching football and, and drinking beer after? Like, why is he okay? Yeah, he's not. He's... He is not sad. Yeah, we need we need some more like context. Um, we need to know like what were they going through? Mm -hmm. You know, like what were they going through beforehand? Also, I feel like cousin Mel. He's again in the video. Like he has a flirtation with cousin Mel, so he's yeah. Knows cousin Mel is going to take care of him. You know. Do you know this could really miss? This could really miss. But do you know the Murdoch trials? No. Okay. So, quick synopsis okay. out of South Carolina. It's pretty big on TikTok. Look it up. Murdoch. Um, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, I think. I think it's Murdoch is how you pronounce okay. it, but it's spelled Murdoch. Everybody says that he killed his, his wife and his son. He has a very sketchy cousin that is his accomplice. And, like, everybody, like, he was tried. The cousin was, like, in the trial, too. He was arrested for something else. Like, he hired his cousin to attempt to kill him. Like, this is, this sounds so fake. This is all real. Hired his cousin to attempt to kill him. And the cousin is so sketchy. I wish I could remember his name. But the cousin is so sketchy. And and cousin Mel is giving me the Murdoch cousin vibes. vibes. For yeah. sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so, I, so they I took agree. the playbook out of this song. The song is, like, from the 70s. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly after looking. Oh, now I'm, like, I'm full further down in the song singing Grandpa. So Grandpa's oh, singing. We have Like, more he's ev- happy. Oh, yeah, there's more evidence. Well, also, um, where he, they say, and we all just can't help but wonder, should we open up her gifts or send them back? And in the song, someone screams, send them back. No, in the video, it's everyone. But I feel like it's grandpa screaming, send them back because he wants that money back. Yeah, he wants that money back. I wonder if she had like a good life insurance policy and grandpa is trying to cash in. Dear God. So they um, ate Christmas dinner. 
yeah. I'm still like, reading. No problem. Go ahead. Feel free to read what you're Yeah, finding. so, well, they ate goose, so they are redneck for sure. <laughs> I, have you ever eaten goose before? No. Yeah, me either. So, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that my redneck grandpa would. Um, yeah, I'm certain he's probably eaten goose before. The goose is on the table. The pig, the fig pudding, blue and silver candles that would have matched the hair on grandma's wig. Okay. So I guess they're silver candles. They went all out. They lit the candles for Christmas dinner. Like yeah. you don't need to light the candles for Christmas dinner unless you're like in memorium of grandma. Right. We'll light the camera. It doesn't really sound like that was the vibe here. No. But cousin Mel probably lit them. Like she's happy she's gone. Yeah, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. cousin Mel is drinking beer and playing cards with grandpa. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so they have their dinner. I'm still reading. I warn my friends and neighbors, better watch out for yourselves. But Christmas is over at this point. Like, the reindeers aren't still running around. Right. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. I mean, or grandpa. Or grandpa. It was grandpa. (laughs) Singing grandpa. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Wow. So I think that this is very overlooked. Like, we're not talking about it enough. Um, Clearly, grandpa kills grandma. I wholeheartedly agree with you after reading that song. I wasn't very comfortable with the lyrics before. Now, after giving them a quick scan, I think so, too. I think so, too. Was this based on, like, a true story? No, it wasn't. Thank God. Thank God. Because <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't, think that, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a conspiracy at this point. I think that that's a pretty factual – there's factual evidence. Yes. Yeah. If it was based – okay, so we looked this up. It was written in the 70s. If it was because okay. it was based on someone's grandpa, like the person that wrote it was from the 70s. So grandpa okay. would have been like way dead. So, I mean, he's not coming after us. So we're oh, yeah. So no one's statute of limitations is expired. Yeah. It's up. Yeah, 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 they're good. No, no, no. We're no totally- but I agree. With, I agree. With, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think that that's factual evidence. Factual evidence killed that grandpa killed grandma. So yeah, when you're listening to it this, this year, <laughs> I think there's like not even a week before Christmas when, we, yeah, no. when I send this out, but still. <laughs> when you listen to it after Christmas, as yeah. one does. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, think about that. And um, so that's like how we're going to end the episode. Really on a high note there for everyone. <laughs> you got boogers, depression, and now grandpa killing his wife. A murder. That's a recap. <laughs> that's it, guys. Love it. Love it. Um, one more time. Where can everybody find you? Mostly my TikTok. Katie underscore Myers, M-I-R-S, one, two. Awesome. And that's a wrap for today's Mom and Around episode. A huge thank you to our incredible guests for sharing her humor insights and all those fantastic mom moments. I hope you enjoyed this journey into chaos and comedy of motherhood as much as I did. Um, if you like what you heard, find her on TikTok at Katie Myers, Katie underscore Myers, one, two. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss a dose of mom wisdom and laughter. And of course, if you love what you heard, leave us a review on your on Spotify and your feedback means the world to us. Thanks for being part of the Mom and Around family. Until next time, keep on momming. Bye, guys. Yay. That was so good. Thank you so much.